Welcome to Spotlight 814. I am your host, Ryan Dolly, and I am joined on Zoom by my co-host, the one and only Brenna Thumbler. Hey, Brenna. Hello. Hello, listeners. Hey, and today we have a very special guest. He is currently in Tulsa, Oklahoma, playing Corny Collins in the national tour of Hairspray, which is coming to Erie's historic Warner Theater on January 10th and 11th. It's Andrew Scoggin. Did I say that right? Yes. Yes, you did. On the first try. Nice. (laughs) Awesome. Nice. Nice. Welcome, Andrew. We're excited to have you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. Excited to be here. Yeah, so you're you're a PA guy, right? I am. I am. I'm from Ottsville. Ottsville. Nice. A little outside of Philly, right? In that area? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the, I'm from the part of Pennsylvania that does the, I'm from Philly because no one else knows where it is. So it's within the hour <laughs> range. So I make it into the Philly category. There so it makes it really easy. And it's in the bio is Philly because if I said Ottsville, people wouldn't get to understand the repage. So yes. Philly's good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Philly it is. <laughs> so we're wondering like what your theater origin story is. Like, did you do this as a kid? How did you get into this career? Yeah, I, so I didn't start doing theater until I was in high school. I, uh, I played trumpet from sixth grade through sophomore year of high school, I believe. And that was music has always been my thing. I tried to do sports when I was growing up, but that was not really my jam. I ended up being in high school. I quit marching band to become the mascot. Because <laughs> what else would you, instead of playing on football, might as well be the mascot. But yes. that's kind of how I developed my passion for performing, I guess. But it was really great because it was having the, the big, you know, pirate head on. So I, no one knew it was me for a while. And kind of living in that anonymous splendor allowed me to kind of understand what my like physical comedy was to people. And I had no concept. So I just kind of winged it. And I was playing trumpet for the pit in Once Upon a Mattress, my sophomore year of high school. And I was like, God, there's having so much more fun than I am. So <laughs> I want to switch. Maybe I'll just like switch and I'll jump up there. And I tried for the fall play and a friend of mine was directing it. And I think I was <laughs> the assistant stage manager before. I don't even think there was a stage manager, but I was just like so happy to be involved and I think I like walked a, a, like along behind the box set in the background and made like a short appearance and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then I did uh, Elijah Whitney in Anything Goes my that junior year. And his, the director was like, you seem like a person who would play drunk really well. <laughs> what a compliment. School, I guess that's a that's an that's an that's an archetype. So yeah. I and I she thought I was funny, so I just kind of like winked it and I fell in love with it. And I didn't really sing a whole lot. I learned how to sing uh, like junior year of high school. I started in like choir, but I think because of my musical knowledge with trumpet, it made a really like easy transition. But I started as bass, and then I went to tenor, and now I can kind of do whatever because I think I just started late, so I was kind of given this little like magic jelly bean of like, I can kind of do whatever, which has been really a blessing. And then I, I did Mr. McAfee and Bye Bye Birdie, my senior, my brother played my younger, my, my young son. And it was, it was a great time. <laughs> I, I really wanted to be Conrad Birdie and I thought I could be cool enough, but I was not cool enough to be Conrad Birdie, but it's okay. Cause look where I've gotten, um, yeah, man. <laughs> but and I went to, uh, I, I went to college for originally I was going to go for athletic training and I, a week before college, I was like, I just want to, something is like, something is calling me to do this. I don't know why my parents were scared out of their minds, but they supported me. I'm the, I'm the oldest. 
So I was the first one to go to college and they were like, let's, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. So I went to East Strasburg University and I started in their theater program and I was Horton, the elephant right off the gate. So it was like a huge, just like, let's go to college. I didn't, I auditioned for no schools. I had no idea what even like Carnegie Mellon and Boco and like all, all these different like performing arts, you know, degrees. I didn't even know the difference between a BFA and a BA. I was like, I just wanted to just like just switch majors and let's see what happens. And I kind of just landed myself like, like absolute elbows deep into it. And I just immersed myself into it. And I saw some really incredible people at East Stroudsburg, but I felt like I wanted to completely like just dive right into it. And a friend of mine went to DeSales University in the Lehigh Valley. And she was like, you should come here. It's a private program. It's a, it's a BA, but they really did an incredible job of mixing like what really is a BFA program when with so many other classes. So I felt like I was leaving with just like a, a really like whole rounded like education that just wasn't like theater 24 seven, which has, it's like, I, in hindsight has its benefits and, and its cons. Cause I wish I sometimes get so, I get jealous of my girlfriend who went to Boko and was doing like dance, acting, voice, speech, singing like yeah. lessons, going into things and just all day, every day, just everything. And that kind of, I do have, I'm jealous of it, but I really had an incredible, incredible education at the sales and it's where they do the Pennsylvania Shakespeare Festival. So I can do, you can leave the sales with your equity card. If you do the young company summer, uh, like internship and you get to and work in their equity shows. So literally just like jumping on the stage in high school, right. When I got to the sales, I was getting tossed into doing equity shows with equity performers. I was doing, I did, <laughs> I did a Vita in college with Paolo Jat and with, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Still to this day, I never can wrap my head around it. But like with Paulo Shot, I did, uh, I did he, I, Dan Dominic, who is one of the original JDs. Like, like I mean, like just an incredible amount of people through my time there. So really, I feel like all I've just kept on doing is like kind of stumbling down the rabbit hole of just like immersing myself into life. And then I left, did a year out of college, just kind of like figured my life out. And then back in 2018, and then I've been on four years of. Um, almost four years of consistent back-to-back contract work. Even through COVID, I was I was blessed. It was where everybody was off for like four or five months, but I was blessed to do at the Broadway Palm down in Florida. It was one of the first theaters to open back up. We were in Shields and everything. And I've been performing since August of 2020. I've been on the road. That's great. Since then, before then and then after. So it's been a really an incredible ride. But I, I didn't have the the entry level, like doing, uh, like having ballet lessons and learning how to sing early. I, I was like, just, we moved around a whole lot. So I never really found like a hobby. And then I, as soon as I found a late in life, cause I was not good with school, but I could memorize lines and lyrics are not always my best suit, but <laughs> lines and like learning plays and stuff was always like, I don't know, my brain just like my ADD, it just like focused on that and nothing else. And it's been an incredible ride. So that's uh, awesome. So there's yeah. there's a lot of dancing in hairspray. Are you were you just like a natural born dancer? <laughs> God no, absolutely not. I'm a, I have absolutely not. I am I'm what is what I've liked to kind of uh, I'm a glorified mover with grace. That's um, yeah, same same. 
You and me both. Not man. elegance, but grace. Like it, it I, <laughs> I did not dance, and I thought it was the dumbest thing. And I, I, I still have two left feet. Like I can't tap. Like the, you know, I've never even tap danced on stage. I've, I've only, I did the Monster and Young Frankenstein twice, and that's the closest I've ever gotten to like tapping in a show on stage. But everything else. Hairspray is, I'm step touching, baby. Step touching, and I am enjoying it. Everyone else, everyone else is sweating, sweating 10 pounds of water weight off just in nice, nicest kids. But I am yeah. standing there just step touching. And smooth contract for you. Smooth contract. And that's like I did Vince Fontaine, another one where it's just yep. step touching in the back. It's like a lot of these, and even Annie was. You know, that was a glorified mover track, but I was blessed with our choreographer, Patty Wilcox, an, an absolutely incredible choreographer, was just, she let me know that she she liked me, and I was good, and I was more than just a terrible mover and just a trash can rolling around, I'm actually a glorified mover, and so yeah. I'll always hold that title with confidence. That's awesome. But at least you can do the step touch. That yeah. is key. At least I can step touch. I do, we, do, we all do beat. We have to do You Can't Stop the Beat. But yeah. also, it is one of the, it is, it truly is one of the most incredible musical theater numbers you can possibly do. I, I, there's so many I've yet to even touch. Hmm. But it really is the people just like, no matter where the audience has been throughout the whole show, as soon as you get to beat, up on the up it is people are just going bananas and it's yeah. so much fun this, the music is incredible but like and that doing every all the dance for that even that i was it's always tough when i enter a dance call but <laughs> but luckily i didn't even have to send in a, a dance tape for this one because corny collins is a step touch kind of jive guy so i think yeah. if you can't do that yeah. i really would have been out of luck <laughs> right <laughs> all right so for for people who don't know what hairspray is about tell us a little bit about the show mm -hmm. Um, so Hairspray is, it's a story about a young dynamic girl named Tracy Turnblad, who, you know, she just sees the world around her in Baltimore. And it's 1962. There is a plethora of issues in the city of Baltimore, most predominantly being segregation and the racism. And this show tackles that and amongst of other things. And, and, and Tracy, it, it is such an incredible catalyst of change throughout the whole show that you watch her journey of trying to not only find who she is in the world, but also celebrate the people that are around her and celebrate just the passion for her love of, the, of dancing and just her expression of who she is. And she finds herself, her friend Seaweed and her friend Penny and her love for Link and the four of them go on a journey of trying to integrate the Corny Collins show, my show, and there's so many characters in this show that have there's differing opinions in Velma. There's 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 uh, bullies and Amber. There's there's so many outside factors that are pushing her to keep her down. But yet she rises to the occasion and she integrates the Corny Collins show the first time ever on national television in front of thousands and thousands of people making history. And it's just an incredible, it's an incredible show. It's a, it's, it uplifts you. Music is incredible. The actors in this, in this production, we have a, a range of people who have been with the production for three years, two years is their first year, but the cast has an incredible chemistry together. The principals, the ensemble, everyone is just, it's just a beautiful blend that we all have incredible voices. There's incredible dancing and it's just an absolute spectacular show that anyone who hasn't been in theater 
can absolutely dive into this show and learn so much, have something affect them and go off in their day and know that the world is still potentially as messed up as it was in 1962, <laughs> as it yeah. is in 2024. Yeah. And it really wrong. is. I know I do a lot of, you do a lot of shows where it's kind of like, like when I did Ragtime, you, it's like, there's, there's, there's so many messages that you can pull out of it. And you can try to pull so much out of the art that is that is theater, but like this show is just I mean, it really is. I mean, it's timeless, but yeah. like it really the message has pervades over 20 years of being on the road. So it's a really an incredible production. That's awesome. That um, was an excellent summary. It really was. That, that was like <laughs> I, I <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Great job. Excellent. Most people just I only like, read half of that. That's I've been writing it. Okay. <laughs> I've been like, writing those to... interviews are not my thing. <laughs> I, I write little, thing. I write little, like I have a whole little note thing of like all, cause like, how, cause I just need, I need, I always went to like meetings and things with a little notepad. I just need oh, like okay. my things. But sometimes I like get on the tangent. Sometimes I write it high. Sometimes I write it into the ground and I'm like, we need to get out of here. But that was good. I'm glad, I, I'm glad that was good. Oh, that was Amazing. Crushed all right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um so can you tell us like the experience of auditioning for airspray so i i uh i was doing i got off of uh annie back uh, i forget it was like if they it was in the, the summer and so i got done with annie and i went straight from touring with annie from te for 10 months going right to i went to a theater workshop of nantucket it's a theater company on nantucket island where i yeah. never in a million years would have expected to go to and it's kind of difficult because the world is obviously doing self-tapes galore, but like to get in to even to like, cause a lot of, you can try to fly in and things to get off of Nantucket Island is not easy. Right. And so I was with a friend in Florida when before, where were we? How did I get this? We had a friend that me and my girlfriend were having dinner, having dinner with a friend who was in the tour last year. And he forwarded our resumes and everything to him, to the director, Matt Lenz. And we just got in. It was a production company that I'd already worked with, the Praethers I've already worked with. When I did Mamma Mia back in August of 2020, I've been working with them through between the Broadway Palm and the Dutch Apple. So I was already in their system of like people that they knew. And I sent in a tape back in when I was in Nantucket. And I the, the tape was just sent out to the casting director. And it was like, in the in the the cloud for like two weeks and I didn't hear anything and I was like I guess you I just had to send in I had to send in a hairspray and I had to send in all of nicest kids and then I had to do about six six things aside I think four or five things aside maybe four or five things aside from the different scenes yeah. and sent all that in and I waited for a while and out of after like two weeks of waiting. I heard nothing. And then the casting director reached out to me and was like, Hey, I seem to have lost your tape. Uh, did you send it in? I was like, and <laughs> I'm sitting on the other end of that email, losing my mind. Cause I'm like, uh, yes, I did. I, but here it is. And I, I just double checked and I sent it again. And within 24 hours, I had the job. That's awesome. Um, oh, that's so yeah, it was absolutely like out of nowhere. And yeah. it's, yeah. Well, it's nice <laughs> that they reached out and said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. Woo. That would have been rough. Yeah. Have. And then I left. I left right from Nantucket to go to this. So it's been okay. it was like bink to bink to bink, which is which has been awesome. It was like right in like the nick of time. Everything yeah. kind of came in when, when it needed to. 
It's like they already knew you were meant to be Courtney Collins before they even heard you sing. Yeah. (laughs) They knew. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened. There was something in the universe that I don't know, but however it did, it's kind of, it really is amazing. It's been, that's what this, that's what this life is. It really is like waiting until sometimes like the last week of a contract and it's like, Oh, here you go. Yeah. The golden ticket. And then everything everything has to fall into place. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. That's great. We are running short on time, so I'm going to get to some of the other questions now. Let's see. So this question is from one of our listeners, from Josh. He said, what's one thing you didn't know you needed on tour until you got on the road, and now you can't live without it? I, I, over, so over time, okay, what I do need is, I am like, I'm a huge gamer. Okay. I'm like, that's like, that is my sanctity of kind of like getting through the day. Uh, so I, I used to last year when I was with Annie, I had a full flight case, like like full suitcase with a with the TV inside of it that I carried my PlayStation around, which was yes. my carry on <laughs> everywhere, and it was That's awesome. It was so so extra, but like it really like changed it for me. Um, so like that was one thing, but I I've now upgraded to uh a, it's called a Steam Deck. It's basically like a Switch, but it can do anything, and it has opened the world, and it's just like like a switch so you can fit it in where and you can take more stuff so now i have more room for other things like a steamer like a travel steamer and like there's like little (laughs) things that like going from hotel to hotel like i've kind of learned but it's very it modulates as like the day goes by and like in these hotels you kind of like figure it out sometimes you have a microwave sometimes you don't sometimes you have a coffee machine sometimes you don't yeah. And it kind of like having a little mini fridge, it changes like what you can eat in a week. And then, but it's kind of whatever makes you happy. Like it really, I mean, like I have like, I have the most random things. <laughs> I really have like this, I have like, I've kind of cultivated, like I have all my packing bags. I'm like organized. I have like, I have a hat thing for all of my fitted hats are all in a, like a hat container. I'll have like, like vacuum bags for everything. I'm very like, cause to, to like come in here, spread out and then just, bug in and then bug out is really like it's an art form after a certain amount of time that's mm-hmm. really the job is kind of like how can i just like like i'm in the army just pack everything up really quick and yeah. just get out of here because that's yeah. kind of what it is not playing corny collins it's packing and unpacking. <laughs> no, no no that's that's just the bliss the, pa- the the true life of an actor is just packing your bags every day yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what the interviewers saw they're like oh he's a good packer he's yeah, hired I can, I can see we don't it need now. the tapes <laughs> organized i will always be at bus call on time i will always be at the at the theater on time i'm ready to go always ready always organized kind of keeps the brain a little bit yeah yeah focused we would be friends we would be friends Um, (laughs) let me let me uh this one's really important so let me get to this one first uh do you have any advice for people involved in the community theater who have aspirations of having a professional career in this so I'll start by saying that I have I have actually never in my life performed in a community theater, which oh, wow. is also something that like, yeah, okay. I've never in my life, I have only performed in high school, in college, and then college was an equity theater with PSF. And then right after it's been working non-ec for money jobs mm-hmm. since leaving. And even in that time off, I never, I've never performed in a community theater. So I don't have advice in terms of making like what I've jumped from community theater to where I've jumped to today. But the advice that I do have would, if you're going to, 
if you really want to, it, it is, it is a career. It is not only a, like, it is my biggest passion in life. It truly is the thing that I love most in this world. And that is something that perpetuates all of the aspects of it that makes it both a lifestyle. It's a career. It, it changes how you live completely because let alone what what the what the life is like of being like a non-union actor versus a union actor whether it be on the road whether it be regionally has so many different qualities of life that are that shift in your scale of like in your career and going from like someone where you're like going from leaving college or leaving a community theater and saying I want to like go out and actually make this work it really is just hitting the pavement running go out there audition for absolutely everything, go to every class, go to everything. And when you get the job, absolutely soak up every single aspect of it because it's something that it's, this life isn't guaranteed it's given. And I have learned, I have learned more on the job in the past, like the the few years that I've been able to do this uh, professionally, I've learned more than I, I don't, I think that maybe I could have ever learned doing this my whole life. And I think some people may take it for granted, this lifestyle and may find the, try to only look at the issues of it. There are the challenges, but the blessing of being able to do this art form is something and being able to do it across the road for thousands of people is something that like is a gift that makes it all worth, worth the meanwhile. But so in terms of someone going from like a community theater being like pre-18 and like looking to potentially do this in college or or just go straight and not do college because that is also an option for anybody who wants to pursue this is to just go for it. My parents were give, like gave me a blessing that they they allowed me to do this and they gave me all their support and not everybody is given that and that is something that I take that I that I'm so proud of every day. But follow that dream, follow that passion and follow it until you literally cannot go anymore. And when you can't go, there's going to be another door that you find. I want to work in a theater till I die. I don't even care if it's on stage, if it's in a box office. I just want to be in a theater. I want to own a theater. Like I just want to do this whole business. And it really like having that mindset as well to make it a career is, has also made it really easy because I can just go anywhere. Wherever the wind blows me is where I go. So. Oh, that's great. That's great wonderful. Advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, thank you again for being here today. Uh, we've really enjoyed this conversation. We can't wait yeah. to see you in Hairspray awesome. in Erie on the 10th and 11th. Uh, yeah, we'll be there on the 10th. Yeah, we'll be there open Nice. Night. Nice. So, uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, Woo! It's going to be great. I look, at ca- I look at cameras the whole entire time, so I don't really get to look around, but there's sometimes <laughs> where I get to have a little moment where I get to do a quick little scan. Okay, but I'll, I'll have to. I'll let you know. We'll I'll see let if you I can find you. you. I'll shoot you a message on Instagram. <laughs> let you know where we're at. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with with our audience before we're bouncer? This was it was great. I I awesome. I, I love. This is the first time I was. I always get so scared because like interviews are not my game because yeah. I, I tend to ramble or I don't. I think I'm not saying something beautifully eloquent. And like if you always watch so many interviews, we're like, God, that's <laughs> that's good. <laughs> worked on that for a while, but. It really was cool to kind of like just sit down and kind of chitty chat. So yeah. it really, I, yeah. it's really nice to kind of just talk about this business and kind of talk about the lifestyle. So, yeah. well, you're welcome back anytime, man. No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. And we're so excited to see it. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for 